Welcome to My Life Without Limits, a podcast that will bring an honest perspective from the disability community. Hosted by Carlos Gonzalez and Leah Eisen, you will be left inspired by success stories from those who live with daily challenges in an inaccessible world. Let's enjoy this journey together and learn from individuals with disabilities about living life without limits. Good day, everybody. Uh, this is my life without limits. With good day, episode, good day. Episode number eight. Uh, this is fantastic. We have uh, myself, Carlos Gonzalez, and my co-host Leah, and uh, we have an amazing guest here, uh, who Leah will be awesome to introduce. Uh, mm-hmm. But first of all, before we introduce our guest, uh, Leah, how was your day today? Oh, good. Day is is good. Yeah. Very Got good. the garbage out before the garbage truck came, so can't complain. That's that's <laughs> always good to put your garbage out first. So we have a really amazing, amazing guest here today that yes. I would like to to uh, for you to introduce to our guest. Uh, we were talking previously before this recording, and he has a really amazing story to to tell to all of us. Mm-hmm. So and uh, he's from Winnipeg, Manitoba. So he's the first guests that we have outside of Alberta, if I yeah. would say, because all the other guests that we have, which there have been amazing guests too, they mm-hmm. have been from, from Alberta, from the province of Alberta and Edmonton. So uh, welcome. And Leah, if you can please uh, introduce our wonderful guest, that'll be great. Yes, I'm very excited about this one. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Um, Tyler Moody is somebody that I stumbled upon on TikTok and he had posted a video where he was being vulnerable. He was missing his family and I appreciated that he put himself out there. So I made a comment, little supportive thing. And then I saw he did a video where he was making vegan tacos and I'm about 95% vegan. I have a complicated relationship with cheese. So I am not a full out vegan, but I appreciated that he was making this really good meal. And then I came across one of his live streams and I realized, and the reason I reached out to you, Tyler, is because you were talking about how you'd been accepted into culinary arts. And I had seen from your other videos that you are a model. And then you start talking about, you were like, hey, maybe I'll be a nurse one day. And you just was like you were just not limiting yourself. And I was like, this guy has no limits. He's not limiting himself. And I said, he's needs to be on this show. So that is why I reached out to you. So I'm glad you're here. (laughs) Very glad. So yeah, you're going to go into culinary arts. So like right now, if somebody meets you and says, what do you do for a living? What do you tell them you do? I tell them that I am a part-time indigenous model, but this all Summer, sometime in July, I'm going to be graduating from my model company and I'm going to be a full time uh, model. And oh, through it's something I did not expect either because I just applied online and then they just like got back to me 20 minutes later and we got to meet that same day. And then wow. actually, like, we had a, a meeting like this face to face and what was or at least going on an hour, two hours. and I have a lot of experience that I did not expect to mm-hmm. say and through that. And I, I'm also a youth counselor throughout Canada as well. So right. I work with other in Indigenous youth. So that's something I look forward to. And we, we have our last meetings 
uh, on the end of the month. And we've been doing this now for almost three, four months now. And that was a lot. That was a lot to look into. And I actually got to meet great people. And mm-hmm. they were very going. They have all these teachings that I'm still learning within our culture. Yeah. And like I was very, like, very open to like listen. And I was very grateful for, to actually learn that again. And yeah. there was to look into. And I was just like, just thinking, thinking, thinking. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like just jot, uh, dotting it out. And it's pretty yeah. much it, everything straightforward. And oh. now it, coming to an end but then again i'm also an ambassador of hope so i work with this other organization called we matter it's also focused on indigenous youth Mm -hmm. and i'm currently working full-time for my community and the city as well so i work for a medical receiving home and i take care of clients that come in from my community and they stay in the city and Mm -hmm. pretty that's it's like home because I get to see my community members, which I haven't seen in two years. And I'm yeah. very grateful. And they're actually very surprised when they get to meet me. Like they haven't met the new version of me. And ah, yeah. yeah, they're like, wow, like you have changed a lot. You look different. And I was like, that's the whole point of leaving the community yeah. is to make a difference and to be different. And it's not only for me, but I'm being a true role model to show our indigenous youth throughout our community that not only that I can do it, but they can do it. We just need to have that mindset and heart that yeah. whatever and challenges come our way, we got to take it and we got to learn and grow from it because yeah. we can't learn whatever it is, not whatever, but the little things that are located in the community, which is not very much because we don't have much resources or references so there's quite a few organizations that reached out to me and they gave me the biggest shot I did not expect. And I truly, uh, I took that step and it gave me the biggest shot of my life. And to this day, I'm living on my own in the city. I'm actually going back to school. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be doing a, a, quite a few things. I already did a commercial and I was part of a YouTube mu- music video and I also did another modeling job that was based on recycling. So I was teaching other youth how to like recycle. So I was being that role model for them. So that was another job modeling. And pretty much I've been making a difference out of myself ever since I've been out here in the city on my own. And a lot of my community members are actually proud and they can't believe it that what I'm doing now um, is just they're very mind blowing because me growing up in a community, I was always that last one to look to that last one to not admire. But then again, like which around, like now they look up to me now. Yeah. they admire me. And I just truly made a huge difference within these two years. I have been away from home and through that, like I, my first year leaving my community was I ended up living in a different country. So I ended up staying in South Korea. And wow. through that, very mind blowing. Like, yeah. I, I didn't tell no one what was going on. I didn't tell no one the plan. And I, I, I thought it wasn't going to work out because I didn't really have the funds for it. But then yeah. again, like, I was like, what am I doing? So I ended up reaching out to all my organizations in my community. And I wrote a letter oh. to about my, my journey, what, where I'm going. And they're very honored to actually hear that because not many, not many of our youth back in our communities don't really like take that risk to mm-hmm. go 
better than they expected. And that's like across the world, which I did not expect. And that was yeah. actually my ever being that far ever in my life. Um, and you was, did it on your own. That's I did like it amazing. Like, wow. I, was like, I did this and I'm going to go forwards with it. I'm going to make the best out of it. And through that, like, uh, I just couldn't believe, like, it took me over three months to get over the fact that I was overseas. Like every day I wake yeah. up, I was like, as if I'm here. <laughs> I, but then I, like, I also did a, uh, I was the friend cover of Tomorrow's Magazine in South Korea. And they oh. did a, mm, so that was another opportunity that was given, which I did not expect. I well, how, were they like interested in like, were they kind of like, oh, this is a different culture that we didn't know about? Like, did, were they sort of, did, did they know about your culture? Uh, like the they, culture? I, 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 we have the same like, um, the same stories, but different in a different way. But I was also the first indigenous male youth mm -hmm. to be part of the organization. So it was okay. a organization, it's called International Youth Fellowship. So okay. that was, that was, a, something I did not expect. So they, they are located in other uh, countries. So there's 89 countries that they're located in. And then Canada was their last one. So they ended up coming out to our communities looking for those who wanted to make a difference and yep. to be somewhere they did not expect. And so I was the few that they chose. There was three mm -hmm. of us. That, but then again, only two of us went. So there's yeah. this other went with me but she's located in a different community and we both went on this journey together oh wow and so i i want to backtrack a little bit uh from your story because you mentioned that you two years ago you you decided to leave your community to kind of make a difference uh and kind of be an example for for indigenous for the indigenous community right but I just I just have one one little question regarding that. Uh, usually, when when we want to move away from from our community that we're born with uh, or that we are living in, we have a desire, kind of like we have a little bug in our heart that yeah. tell us that we we want to move to a different to, on a different direction. Do you have that in your heart? Uh, when was it that you started feeling it? Was it? two years ago, or was it when you were younger? Uh, did you notice it that you wanted to to move? Or or was it just two years ago that you kind of say, okay, I, ha I have to do this? Uh, uh, actually, for me, I was actually going through a tragic struggle growing up. So I, w I actually grew up around drugs and alcohol all my life. Mm -hmm. And it actually carried on to me. So I a addict myself so i started drinking when i was 16 and i started doing drugs when i was 17 mm -hmm. and through that i was going through and it was i was only supported that way growing up like there was no one who wanted to like help grow bigger and stronger but we just continued to support each other in a weaker way and through that like i was going through so much so i was actually kicked out when i was 17 years old and I've been on my own to this day. And through that, I actually was going through this mindset where I didn't want to be here anymore. So I tried to attempt my first suicide when I was seven. And I felt that I was, I was someone 
throughout my family that was just not enough anymore. And through that, I actually was just going through a lot. And I really didn't have nothing. I moved out with just a backpack with a few pair of clothes and I had nowhere to go. So I ended up going to my auntie's and through that, she took care of me. But then again, like it was still going around the drugs and alcohol everywhere I go there and so I ended up like was staying strong and no one didn't know about this until I shared my story last year and everybody was surprised what I was going through and how I overcame it and then through the second time I tried to do it again when I was 19 and that's when I was actually like balancing my life I was actually going through that phrase where I just wanted to like just stay with the group but then again like I wanted to grow so and that's when I was actually going through high school that's when I just entered high school myself and I actually just went straight forwards with high school I was really trying to like balance my life with trying to grow bigger and stronger like I got into some sports I did Mm -hmm. some traveling I was actually a true inspiration for uh, cross country. So I ended up doing a lot of marathon races throughout Manitoba. Mm-hmm. And through, like it really opened my eyes to really like wanting to do that more continually. So my gym teacher was actually pushing me, not pushing me, but he knew what I was going through because yeah. he was the only one that I was opening up to and he was listening. So he he really encouraged me to be someone that I did not expect. And he was like a father to me because my father left when I was 13. Mm-hmm. But, but then again, I have anybody so to do something for me, like continually. I was like, just like balancing literally, like doing this, something that was really not benefiting me to grow. And then I yeah. wanted to go to, well, I was continuing to go to school, but I kept going like, up and down each time and yeah so through that I had to get my own jobs in order for me to survive and to like help me to like balance my life and I ended up applying for jobs and did interviews and I ended up making money for myself I ended up doing my own birthdays for myself Mm -hmm. from my 19th 20th 21 22 and then 23, 24, here I am, and I've been actually, been on my yeah. own and came out stronger. But then again, like, I was going through these struggles again, so I tried to do it again when I was 19, and that was the year I was graduating, and I was still going through this very hardly taking control of me that, I just thought I wasn't really good enough anymore. But then again, like I had, no one didn't even know about this. Mm -hmm. And then I did do it again when I was 19. And I was just, it was really hard on me. I lost control again. I started to get into more drinking and more doing drugs. And I just lost myself again. And I asked myself, what am I doing? And that's when I woke up and I started to focus more on school again. So it's like, mm-hmm. it was like uneven balanced again. And yeah. And again, like I ended up pushing myself to like run away from that situation in order for me to graduate. So I got back on my feet. I went back to work. I went back to school 
that was just something to get me off my mind to really follow that again and then it happened again when I was actually one and that was after I graduated and uh, my the one I lived with for 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 so I actually lived with my cousin and my auntie so there was only three Mm -hmm. of us and we, we were all going through this alcohol and drug addictions that we yeah. couldn't even take control of. And pretty much I ended up going to work like intoxicated like three times. But the third time I finally got caught because I was out of it. Yeah. Losing myself. Mm-hmm. My boss asked me, are you okay? Need time to take off yourself? Like she knew what I was going through, but she yeah. couldn't really explain it to me because it explained it to me and then it would have like really took control of me like deeply yeah. and would have took over me but then again like yeah I just told her she's like well take take a week off and come mm-hmm. back need to come back I was like okay so I ended up doing that and I really focused on myself a little bit so I started jogging again the things that I started to do that yeah. I and mm-hmm. I started cooking and that's when I really been I really had this passion since I was 30 Mm-hmm. because I had to like learn how to siblings my own because my father wasn't really there so yeah. I ended up taking care of all siblings so I'm like the middle child oh, okay. of my family so I have three brothers and four sisters yeah mm-hmm. and I ended up taking care of them while my mom going through something as well so my mom has actually an alcoholism addiction so mm-hmm. it's very hard on her as well but she's still trying yeah. the best that she can. And she's, she, she, it's her time to actually enjoy herself because she did all this for us growing up. She didn't yeah. really have herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's going to get through her things. And I mean, I think right now too, I mean, we've always known, you know, struggles that the indigenous community yeah. sees, but I think now it's so much more highlighted and people are really starting to see it now. Literally. And you know what? I don't even, I wouldn't be able to, I would probably still be stuck, you know, in that cycle myself. Cause I mean, that's hard to get out of if you don't have the resources and it's just showing with your story that sometimes it's like somebody that you work with just asking, are you okay? And sometimes it's just that. And that's what we kind of hope to do with this whole podcast is even if one person hears your story and they decide, you know what, I'm going to turn it around, then that's what we're trying to do, even if it's just one person. Right, right. And that's the whole point of my story is because I've actually been sharing my story for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of ask me, how did you do it? Who did you meet? Where, where do you see yourself now? And when yeah. I say, I have a lot to share, I have a lot to give. And they're like, yeah. wow, this guy's been through a lot, but he came yeah. out brighter. I think and people sh- are finally listening too, especially with, platforms like TikTok, right. one awesome for that, because I think people are finally stopping to listen to these stories and try to understand them better. Yeah. So, so when I was reaching 21 years old, I was actually going through another phase and it, it really hit me because I lost my cousins through drugs and alcohol and mm-hmm. hard. And I was actually just two months sober. But then again, like when that, when I heard about losing my cousin through 
what she went through, what I did not expect she was going through because I took a break from them. I took a break from everybody. I didn't want to be around that anymore. So I ran yeah. away from focus on myself. And, but then again, like it hit me hard and mm-hmm. that's what lost myself again. And I started to like fall the steps again. I tried yeah. to do it again and it really just hit me. And pretty much like, just ended up drinking two months straight two months straight and mm. it just it took a lot out of me because she's only 19 and i grew yeah. up with her for five years and very close mm-hmm. yeah we were like brother and sister but then again like we we're only cousins mm-hmm. so through that it really hit me hard and i just lost again and, and i asked myself after my birthday so that was the summer. The summer was coming, and after my birthday, I was like, two months was enough. And I asked myself, you know, I tried to do it again because I was out of it. I lost control. And I remember a little bit of it, but not too much. Mm-hmm. So I got up this one morning, and I was so sick. I was so tired. I lost feelings. Mm-hmm. I was, like, I was so weak, and I yeah. just up and pushed myself and I went to go sit down by the lake and I was just sitting there in the moment just thinking and I was just like I was just crying like am I gonna continue to live like do I see myself living like this the next five years mm-hmm. how am I gonna get out of this and pretty much like I just that's when I had the mindset that yeah. I wanted to do better that I could see things have life much just like that's when I had the mindset that I want to get I want to get out of here I don't yeah. have I don't see myself being here any longer that's when a opportunity came to me and that's when I got to meet that organization yeah and they gave me an opportunity to get out of there wow this is the sign I was like wow yes. <laughs> and I took it I did yep. I was like this is a get out of here and this is what I was asking yeah and the universe at me and mm-hmm. boom it just like made out of it and pretty much that's when I actually had the mindset to actually get out of there yeah and it took me first I did not expect and then that's when I ended up going to South Korea yeah and then pretty much I was hitting my my two months sober journey at the time before we actually got to go to South Korea mm-hmm. so and that's when I needed to go there and pretty much I just took, I just went for the biggest risk of my life because I didn't even expect to like live in a different country for one year. Yeah. And when I arrived there, well, before I actually got to like go to South Korea, I, did, I told my story to the organization. Mm-hmm. I told them what I was going through, what I was facing. And pretty much they're like, they were admired. They were inspired, encouraged by my story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And through that, I ended up, I ended up writing a whole to them before quick space on my story. And through that, like I ended up going there to South Korea and I ended up having a lot of interviews with a lot of editors, reporters with mm-hmm. photographs and a lot of directors, managers. And through that, like I got to meet the, the head, uh, 
director throughout that organization. Wow. And You're just standing there like, uh, he was very <laughs> like, how did I get here? <laughs> this guy, like he's running like 89 organizations throughout the world. And I'm actually like standing here with him and he heard about my story. Yeah. And pretty much I ended up getting put on tomorrow's cover of magazine mm -hmm. and South Korea. And then they did a article on my story. And then after that, we did a musical story on my story. So it was something I did not expect. So it was five, five episodes on the musical story. So it's how I grew up. Mm -hmm. where I fell deeply into like my addictions and how I overcame it and where I am now is within South Korea like living my best life I did not expect and where do I see myself and like it was beautiful and touched by my story yeah and um, and through that uh, we ended up doing a tour throughout the, the country of South Korea. So we ended up visiting, we we're supposed to visit all the cities in South Korea, but that's when COVID hit. And mm. that's when it just started. And we ended up only visiting four cities out of 15. Okay. And actually, we, I was the main character of the story. Mm -hmm. and it's like, in front, in front of 10,000 people, 20,000 people standing on stage. Just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, did I actually like make this happen? <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the opportunity that I was given. Yeah. And I was, I was so happy. I was like, I was like, I was just like, just like embracing my story and on stage yeah. with like hundreds no, like 20,000 people like stat sitting there just embracing my story yeah. as well. And, and it's you, much like, like you did yeah. it. Like you yeah. did it. And they were very surprised because I had to do an audition before actually getting into it. So I mm -hmm. had to do this uh, singing, acting, and dancing. So I had to do that audition before actually getting in. Wow. And pretty much that was another experience that I did not expect them. I ended up passing it and it was very good actually. And after that, that's when we like, we only had two weeks to actually work on the story before going on tour. And yeah. every, we woke up 4 a.m. practicing every day till 11 p.m. And we'll go to bed that time and we'll get up the same time for the past two weeks. And we're yeah. like, we, we managed we work to work hard, right? Yeah. After the last week, we're actually like planning like where we're going, where are we going first, and then pretty much it all worked out. And oh. we got all those. We had to make flyers, and we got to do like online things. So there was things like that as well. And pretty yeah. much every day, I actually got to like meet someone new every day mm -hmm. in my life. Pretty much well known in South Korea, and yeah. I was also in the newspapers in South Korea. Oh wow, that's pretty awesome. Was I did not. It's like, yeah. wow, look, indigenous Mary, and then being here, like making a huge difference out of himself. Yeah. Like, I understand Korean, so I had to learn the language on my own. Mm -hmm. And I had, I had to adjust like everything newly and freely. And it was something I did not expect. 
So I ended up learning the language. It took me three months to like be very fluent with it. That's so, pretty good. Oh, yeah. Very fast. Very good. But yeah. Very booklet. Like you have to learn the language on your own. And I was like, okay, well, that's a new challenge. So I went forth with it and every yeah. morning learn it and pretty much every day we'll like listen to all all the other people that were around us and mm-hmm. we're just we're like picking up words so we ask questions so what does this mean like annyeong haseyo we always hear that annyeong haseyo that means hello and then there's there's a very different dialect so you say annyeong so that's for the annyeong is for the kids but annyeong haseyo is for the elders so yo you always have to say yo, the older people so that's how it was very like, that's how it was. And then you say, eh. so ne means no. And then pretty much it was always like that. No, ne means yes. And then bagel uh, pa is I'm hungry or masa um, sayo, that means delicious. Like there was a lot that I was very, yeah. but since this month, it's actually, it's been a year since I haven't been there so i'm very grateful and throughout this whole year like i still continue to go forward with whatever that came my way and it was just like very hard for me because i didn't know what to do when i got back to my country because i had to like start all over when i got back so i had to go to see the doctors the dentists i have to update everything because right. yeah I, 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 so should i do should i come home or should I stay in this city? And she's like, there's nothing, but you have come so far. Why do you want to come back where you ended up, where you like ended up almost getting destroyed? Yeah. So I was like, okay. And so I took her advice. There's nothing here for you. So I ended up staying in the city and I had nothing, like no resources, no references to actually like get my stuff out there so she stays here in the city and she ended up helping me for two months with her and just to get everything back on track with Mm -hmm. the doctors and all that and i got all that on track and i started to like go out there into the city and just like look for jobs and look for like opportunities that they were given and there's this and pretty much through that like it 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 happened my sister Mm -hmm. found me a place so i was renting a room in a my reference to get me at my own apartment and I ended up staying in that house for five months. and then I, I applied online for an apartment then I got approved and this building just opened up back in September I was surprised because I live downtown and I stay right next door to an art gallery so oh. there's, other, there's other artists musicians and models yeah. that stay in this building so I actually fit in with this building and I did not expect it and pretty much it all worked out. I got my own job. I ended up being a model, which I did not expect. I got my own <laughs> got my own apartment, and I ended up applying for school. And they told me that I was going to be on the waiting list for one to two years. But they got back to me eight months later. Wow! Like this is a wow. sign to actually go forward with it. Pretty much that it happened, and yeah. I actually made a lot of resources, a lot of references on my own while I was in the city because my sister would only was only going to help me within that time frame she gave right. me. And through that, like, just very surprised with all the works that I'm doing behind their backs, not behind their backs, but I'm actually getting out there, like pushing myself 
going from bus to bus, rushing after rushing, work yeah. after work, and just like it's just it's been chaotic for the past few months. Like I'm just constantly on my feet. Yeah, I work twelve shifts. I work four days on, four days off, and then those four days off, I actually go to my modeling classes mm-hmm. and the other days other opportunities and that's when I ended up looking online and that's when I found a opportunity that we're that we're going to work with other 15 indigenous youth throughout the country and then I took that opportunity I shared my story again how I'm sharing my story with youth yeah. and pretty that 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 director was very surprised and then she got back to me that next day so we're going to put you we're going to give you a spot because there's only going to be there was 15, 15 for us to be picked out of almost three, 400 of us that applied. Okay. And then I ended up getting picked. Wow. And then we ended up been, we've been working with each other for almost four months now. And mm-hmm. we're, we were just, this organization that I was working with is based also in Vancouver. And she's also from Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. So, we're all located in different provinces. So the other ones are located either Alberta, Saskatchewan, well, so, so on in Manitoba. Well, actually, I'm only the one located in Manitoba. Okay. So that, that's also something. And there's Yukon, there's Northwest Territories. Great on, representation. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Thank you. That's like something I did not expect either. Mm-hmm. And, through that, I ended up applying for another opportunity that was based on being an ambassador of hope that inspires yeah. other youth. Mm-hmm. And I applied online again, and I shared the same story of myself. So I had to self-tape myself three minutes of short introduction. And okay. I did. We had these questions that were given, and pretty much I answered those questions like just like freely like throughout that video that i was talking with and i answered all those questions simply and greatly and they're very proud yeah. and just so genuinely re- right like it was yeah. all just genuine mm-hmm. and they yeah. reached through email again and that's when they said congratulations you are mm. our new national ambassador of hope mm-hmm. so Wonderful. like wow so that's something so I did not- what type of message would you like i i'm very very happy and very excited about your story because I think even though I've never been in an indigenous community, I have friends who have been living there before. What type of message do you want to give to the younger generation that are like that are like you who are looking for better themselves for like you know to make a difference like what type of message do you give to those young people when you're because as you mentioned you're an ambassador of hope. Right. Yeah. So, so what type of message would you give to those young people who are who are younger than you and who are looking to better themselves to become even remotely as close to what you have become? Because you have become hugely successful in 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 everyone's life, not only in your community's life, but everybody's life. Yeah. What would you give to those younger generations? Generation, uh, what I got to say to them is: don't be ashamed how hurt you are embrace and share your story because there's going to be that one person who's going to listen and that one person will give you the opportunity that you did not expect and through that you got to go forth with it 
you may feel like you may not get nothing out of it, but you're going to like get a lot out of it and you are truly going to be inspired and you are going to be the inspiration to those that look up to you and those who come into your life because there's not many that would actually take the risks and challenges to actually do that. But mm-hmm. that's, our, that's part of life. And through that, life is going to continue to throw challenges yeah. and a lot of struggles. But then again, like we're going to learn and grow and come out stronger than ever before. And through that, like they're just a huge impact in someone's life that look up to you. And through that, like a lot of people actually reached out to me, gave me, gave, gave me this question. Also, I get this actually daily. And what I got to say is what, is what I just mentioned. And I hope that they really did embrace their story and shared it because we all have something like very relatable and we do have a lot that we just hold in all the time. Like we're, we're just so heavy in our heart and our mind. We just feel the need that our story is not important, but it's truly important. Mm-hmm. And through that, like you'll feel lighter. You'll feel like you just did the right thing. And that right thing will actually lead to the right direction of huge new beginning ahead of you and through that it's like a lot to look into a lot to go through and yeah there's going to be a lot to look forward to and you're just wow you're going to be someone that you did not expect or you're going to be that someone that they thought you did not was going to be and yeah but you are going to be that person you're going to be you're going to go from thinking that you're not going to make it to becoming someone more than you were going to fight for. So it's not fighting, but it's just always have that mindset that there's always going to be a good fight ahead of us. Absolutely. And And it is a fight. It is because honestly, I mean, we know with the, with what's going on and you know, everybody learning more and more. I mean, I didn't learn any of the struggles in school growing up and I didn't learn about a lot of the struggles from the indigenous community until late in life. But I'm glad that I have an opportunity to teach my daughter. And now her school is very great with teaching. So it's like, we can make this change. And Mm -hmm. I think I I like how you say, you know, don't be ashamed. Like, don't be ashamed of your struggles. People go through stuff and your, the struggles that come to your community. Yeah. Like, of course, look at what everything you're up against. I mean, like, it would be so easy to fall in and, and keep doing it. But then, yeah, it's hard to get out of that, especially when you don't have the support from the rest of your country. So that's why we want to definitely say that there is support. We're, we're standing up with you guys for sure. Truly. And that's what I admire as well, because I'm that person that they came running to for questions and answers and I was very open to listen to them. And I always had questions and answers to them because I used to work in my local gas station, my community, and I was very open with everybody and straightforward. And a lot of my whole community knows me for who I am. Mm-hmm. And they're very surprised Ask for me every day. Like, what is Tyler doing? Where is Tyler? What is he doing now? Mm-hmm. And then my will tell them like, well, he's staying here, he's doing this. And then pretty much like, boom, like my story continues to like go out there, even within my, yeah. 
very like surprised that even my siblings talk about me that are very good things because I be I came out of a lot of bad things. Yeah. Like a lot of Yeah. But then it, uh, I made life more beautiful and mm-hmm. a lot of people ask how's how's your life now? Like it's beautiful. Like I can't even and with you like say no more right there that's like period right there and yeah. pretty much like like you you were actually someone that we did not expect for you to come out like this because the way we seen you growing up yeah was a lot but now you came out like huger and bigger and i was like wow it's like yeah well i admire you for saying that and even all my yeah. elders i meet with my work here now in the city like everybody that comes into the city they're like they're very amazed and like very honored to listen to my story what i'm doing yeah. now and no i am i'm honored to be here listening to it yeah, absolutely it's just it's a it's an amazing story mostly like i said not only for the for your community but for everyone because each mm-hmm. community struggles in many different ways and i think what you have struggled and how you overcome that struggle it has been really amazing and how you keep growing to this day to be a better person you know like you still have you already share with us that you're you're you're, you're going to be a model or continue to be a model and and also going for cooking like your culinary uh schooling i think that's that's fantastic and i think that's that's an eye-opening for for individuals who are listening uh the show who are maybe doubting themselves or who are sitting down and saying, uh, uh, how am I going to do this? Like even other people who, who might be listening in Alberta, who might be in an indigenous community, they mm-hmm. might, they might relate so much to your story that it might be a wake up call for them to, to do something as extraordinary as you have done uh, with your life. Yeah. And I'll make sure that in our show description, I'm going to put your Instagram in there and stuff. So people know how to, you know, watch what you're doing and um, just be, continue to be inspired. inspired A lot of people actually reached out to me saying you should be like uh, a wellness coach professional, because for me now, like I cook like professionally, I actually, Mm -hmm. I like with my inspirational words and I'm very yeah. straightforward with like wanting to grow with yeah. a strong healthier mind and yeah. actually the first to actually like be where I am now out of my family and out of my community and it was something I did not expect either and it's something I did not expect like truly because yeah. I I made the bang that came out of my way and that's what I got to say to those that may not have nothing like just go just embrace what you got and love every moment and cherish ahead of us because who knows time is time and the world Mm -hmm. is the world but then again just do the little things that matter because there's bigger things pairing us ahead of us yeah and it's one thing to surprise other people with what you accomplished, but when you surprise yourself, then mm. it's like, oh, wow. Like, I think that's really, really special. And I think that's what people, like I always tell my daughter, I'm like, do these things for you. Like, don't, don't try to say, mom, do you like, you know, what I did? And it's like, well, did you, are you happy with what you did? Are you happy with the effort you put in? Cause that's, 
more important. Don't be worried about everyone else. Do it for you. And then you can help do, you know, with doing things for other people, but you got to do that for yourself. That's what my mom actually said to me as well. I have like me and my mother been actually connecting only through FaceTime and messaging because Mm -hmm. We're both going through something that my community is going through and what I'm going through here in the city. So she knows my school. She knows what's going on. So we barely talk, but I I try to connect with my mother every once a week. Mm -hmm. And like I always have something to talk about, something to like be inspired. Like she listens like, wow, like my son is actually like doing a lot that I did not expect. As you said, like do something that you love and surprise to those who did not expect you to do it. Yeah. And much like they would want to follow you as well, but in a different path. We all have different paths and journeys mm-hmm. yeah. and you come out of. And there is a lot to look forward to in life because yeah. the world is waiting for our gifts and for our gifts to be out there. Yeah. Going to make a huge difference in the world. That's... Yeah, they need to be out there because there is a lot and especially lately there's just you know even with black lives matter like the mm, pandemic right. hit and then it was like no one had anything better but to be mean to each other online for the past year and a half and i've seen so much of it and it was even making me grumpy for a while and i was like oh humans i was like i'm just so tired of humans but there are good humans out there That's and we truly. need to share these stories because we need to over we need to drown out those those negative voices absolutely. but also at the same time let them know if you decide you want to come to this side we're here to help you change exactly. you know mm. we're here to help you change that's what i mean like i get quite i get i actually get that but i don't really have that negative mindset anymore so mm-hmm. i throw something positive at them mm-hmm. and they're like wow that's actually really nice even though how yeah. mean i but then again like I don't, I, I grew up around that. I don't want to continue to carry that. Like I'm going to continue to throw something inspiring in your face. And you really take as advice to help you grow the way I just, because I I took the opportunity to teach my things and there were more than I could ever explain or express. (laughs) Well, that's what they, I grew up watching the Care Bears. That's what the Care Bears did to defeat evil. <laughs> right, right. They always shot the positive stuff, <laughs> whatever they represented. They but shot he, it onto the evil and they would defeat it. And that's exactly what we need to be doing. <laughs> exactly. We need to express, express love and we need to, to, you know, to show people positive side of things. I'm really happy to hear your story, Tyler. I think, like I said, it's been really inspirational. Uh, that's what we did this this podcast or this platform is to hear all these inspirational stories and to light it our, our heart and our world. I don't want to, uh, I wish I can continue talking to you for a long, long time, but I don't want to extend it too, too long because your story, your story is just amazing. I, I think I, we, we, we could feed four or five hours of, of hearing your story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of how we'll continue it sharing it through our, our Instagram and our social media. Sharing yeah. it will definitely, I, I don't have TikTok, but maybe this is a, a, a positive way of me getting TikTok, you know, yes. to follow. Exactly. That's my first priority out of all my other social medias because I have all this love and support that yeah. people that I never met before show me more support than 
boom is around me. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, that first video I saw of I you. Expect that. Yeah, that first video I saw of you. I mean, if I had found out you lived next door to me, I would have been over there giving you a hug and saying, come have like Sunday dinner. I, come, you know, hang I, out I, with my family. But, you know, the best thing I could have done was just, I don't even remember what I commented, but you could tell it was appreciated. And I just think that more men especially need to be vulnerable and with their emotions because everybody's got the struggle. We need to show that, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tyler, for sharing your story, your mm -hmm. fantastic story. I actually loved it. I thought it was very inspirational. Uh, uh, Leah, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to say? Um, well, I'll put, like I said, I'll put Tyler's um, information, like his Instagram stuff and um, TikTok handle in the show description. So you guys can seek him out. And I do, I do encourage you to, because he does his, his live streams on TikTok and they are, they're always very positive and very just real. They're all, it's very real. And um, I think you do have a good community on there. And before before we go, Tyler, can you share your your social media, your um, your TikToks, so and people can follow you there, uh, uh, like as well, if you have yes, a user. Okay. I actually got Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram, and for Snapchat, it's just like what I do every day. So for Facebook, it's Tyler Moody, and you all recognize me from now. And for Instagram, it's Tyler and then for TikTok, it's Tyler Moody one. And then mm -hmm. for my, it's just Ty.WW81. So everything that I post, it's basically just based on eating healthier, having a healthier mindset, and pretty much just throwing out those positive words and mm -hmm. just the income, uh, like an output that most people don't really look into. But there's a lot of people that are very surprised what I yeah. have to stay and share. And I'm very grateful for that, honestly, as well. I'm very thankful for those who reach out to me and mm -hmm. appreciate their time and effort for being there for me for every step of the way as I continue to go. Well, thank yeah, you I saw so you eating um, seaweed in the park the other day, I think. You're eating... <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah actually, was it Korean I, food? Yeah, I actually take out myself on picnics to something yes. to like... <laughs> That something we need, like that self care, like the little things matter. Yes. So I that very often, and I bought myself some like rollerblades, and I bought myself. I got a bike also from another organization that was given to me for free, which I did not expect either. Yeah. So the, those are the things that I actually do too. Like I go rollerblading around the city, and I go biking around the city, and sometimes like I just go out on picnics on my own. Sometimes my friends reach out to me to go out to the beach, and mm -hmm. as a this, I'm actually going to the beach, so that's very. I'm very grateful for that as well. Yeah, I love uh, it. I love that it. Is, that is awesome. Well, thank you so much, and I'll definitely follow you, you on on your social medias for sure because I'll definitely. I have to. I I do a lot of self self care, but I need to do more self care. So mm. I'll definitely gonna start following your example and creating more self-care other than exercising because I love exercising as well. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you so much uh, for the, our listeners. 
uh, please feel free to follow Tyler uh, on his social media. Uh, he's <laughs> very fantastic. I'm, I'm very happy to have Tyler here today. Thank you, Tyler, for your time. Uh, please follow our Instagram page as well at My Life Without Limits podcast on our Instagram page, everybody. And uh, we will have definitely Tyler's uh, episode there. And if you yep. have any questions for him and you cannot reach him, you can always put it on our social media. We'll pass yep. it along. And uh, Leah will be there also as well to, to check all your messages as well as myself. Thank you once again, Tyler. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Leah, Thank you. For, for being here. And uh, remember, everybody, to live your life without limits. Uh, we'll see you definitely next time. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye.